Leviticus 15 podcast, where you'll receive Bible study tools and tips in just 15 minutes. All right, welcome back to the Focus 15 podcast. This is episode 13. Uh, Today we are dealing with the issue of how many verses should I study at one time. Who are you? Uh, (laughs) Let me get my driver's license out. Uh, I'm Chris Orr, and this is my wife, Katie Orr. Hey there. And um, yeah, so episode 13, and uh, we've taken care of the who I am, who you are. Now, so Katie, let me just pose the question to you. How many verses should I study at one time? Okay, well, I would say it depends. <laughs> um, indirect answer there, but I think it depends on a lot of things. I think it depends on where you are in the Bible. Whether Well, we'll get into that. I think it depends on how much time you have at that moment. And I think it also depends on your approach. So, uh, the first part about the passage, I think it depends. You know, there's different types of... Have we talked about that yet on the podcast? Or do we need to do that? I don't know. Just I don't think we have. We haven't talked about how there's different genres of writing in the Bible. That you have storytelling, narrative, there's epistles, letters. So it really depends on where you are in the passage, or where you are in the Bible and what kind of passage it is. So if it's a story... Usually, I think you can go through those a lot quicker. But if it's an epistle, especially, you know... And by quicker, you mean more verses at one time. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, that that you could study 10 to 20, maybe even a whole whole chapter. Uh, We are currently writing a study on the book of Jonah, and we're going to go through that pretty quick. Um, And we're also writing one on Philippians, and Jonah was... I mean, that's four chapters. Mm -hmm. Philippians is four chapters. But the Philippians one really could have been 14 or 15 weeks long. The Jonah one, you know, we were having trouble, like, trying to stretch it into six. And so, and that's really has a lot to do with, because they're different types of writings. Yeah, when I preached through Jonah, uh, it was five weeks. And when I preached through Philippians, it was 17 weeks. Yeah. (laughs) So, there are certain books of the Bible, and especially, like I said, those epistles, those letters, where even one verse is so profound and there's so much there to unpack that you need to sit and camp there for a while. So I think it will depend on where you're at. Now, if you are, like I said, in those narratives, you probably could go through them at 10, 20 verses at a time. Um, But if you are in something that's a bit meatier, uh, meaty, not meaty. Like a meteor? Not like like sky meteors, like the meat, (laughs) M-E-A-T. Um, then you might take, you know, one, two, three, four. It it just depends on where you're at. The second factor is how much time you have. You know, if you've got a couple hours to spend on a Saturday afternoon while you're just kind of out, I like to think of them like dates with God, you know, just when you take that special time away. Not all of us have two hours a day to study the Bible, but if you do have this long time, then you could probably study a whole chapter of one of like Paul's epistles. But if it's kind of the day to day, every day sitting down, then you know you may only have fifteen minutes. You may have an hour. So that's going to determine how many verses you should study at one time as well. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd throw in one more uh, idea yeah. um, before you get to the approach is, um, you know, if your pastor preaches through books of the Bible or or maybe not straight through books of the Bible, but if he kind of camps out in one passage each week, you might want to just check and see, okay, is the, the amount that I'm studying, if I were to sit down and study this, and you could, I guess, do this before the sermon, you know, and open up to that passage and say, okay, um, you know, here's here's the verses that he's listed. Is that where I would have studied, mm-hmm. and um, and that might be a way to to, mm-hmm. to break it down a little bit because I know that that when I uh, sit down to look at, at sermon writing, I'm looking for natural divisions in mm-hmm. the text, and uh, really that's I think what we're talking about here is is finding those natural divisions in the text, so you're not breaking it off right in the middle of a of a point or mm-hmm. of a story. Um, or a but, long run-on sentence that Paul has. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying I have long no, run-on no, no, sentences. No, 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 no. Paul has these long, long, I mean, there'll be like 10 verses and it's all one sentence, you know. So, yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, that, that makes me think also that, you know, it'll depend on you, what you're trying to get out of it. We've talked before about how in Bible study it's good to have the bird's eye view as well as the bug's life view. And so it's if your if your goal is to kind of get a good overview of of a certain book of the Bible, then you can go through that pretty quickly and maybe just focus in on, you know, what is true about God and that's and you just kind of ignore everything else for for the moment just so you can get a big picture view of what's going on. But if you're wanting to get in the bug's life and you're really wanting to pull out everything that you can, then you want the amount of verses to be as short as possible. Um, I think there is this culture of just this push for quantity over quality. And and it, it just, I don't I think it feels uh, better sometimes when we get to flip a page and feel like we've got, we've, we've covered a lot of ground. But sometimes that's counterproductive. And you could camp out on one or two verses for weeks sometimes, and that could be a lot more productive, even though you're not moving forward in in the actual verses does that make sense yeah it makes sense i would say that one word of caution is if you if you're zoomed in too far mm-hmm. and you're like on one verse for a, <laughs> two years for no. a week yeah um or one verse for two weeks you may be so uh so down into the into the word by word that you're no longer in that passage but you're having to to jump so many other places mm-hmm. to figure out what each word means that mm-hmm. you kind of lose the forest for the trees. Yeah, and so um, not that we're trying to discourage you from from really spending a lot of time on one verse. I mean, because I think there are verses that really need that kind of and deserve that kind of attention. But it's possible to to zoom in too far. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you might even be uh, seeing things in a word or in a turn of phrase that uh, that the author never really intended. And uh, and so that's where we that's where we just want to pull back and say, okay, does this fit with the overall mm-hmm. context of the author? Uh, and I'll give you an example. So in Second um, Timothy chapter three, sixteen and seventeen, mm-hmm. Paul talks about the uh, basically how Scripture is is formed. He says all Scripture is breathed out by God. It's profitable for teaching, training, Proof. reproof, correction. Uh, I think I've. Correction and training, I think, are the yeah. same thing. I'm mixing translations here. And then training in righteousness, um, that the man of God may be equipped for every good work. Mm-hmm. So 
there are some people that have dug down so deep into that, into the original language and into the construction that they take that word God breathed, which is one Greek word, and they, they try to apply it only to certain scriptures so that uh, the translation would be something like, like this. All of the scriptures that are God-breathed are profitable for those mm-hmm. four things. Well, I think they get so far down in the weeds, they forget that Paul's point to Timothy is, you can trust the word. Mm-hmm. And if Paul was saying, you can trust the words that, you can trust the God-breathed words, then Timothy would be spending so much, and not the rest Read of them. Read your Bible with a Sharpie and, and blank out the things that you don't think are God-inspired. Exactly. So if if Paul was saying that, then Timothy would be spending so much time figuring out which ones are inspired by God, mm-hmm. which ones are not, that he really wouldn't have any time to preach or study or, or minister. And so really the, the, the context there is key to making sure that we're not arguing our way into something that's completely opposite of what the of what the author was intended. So right. so just uh, you know don't don't try to bite off more that you more than you can chew, but also don't don't zoom in so far that you miss the main point. Right. Yeah. Good point. All right, well that leads us to our last element of how deciding how many verses I should study at one time and that is your approach. If you're doing a reading plan and your approach is not really even studying, but just reading, then you're going to go through it quickly. If um, your method is um, something that is really going to, going to help you go pretty deep quick, then and you're only going to do that in one day, then you probably want to stick with one to two verses like we're talking about. Just one to two verses a day, study those, and move on. And, and backing up to remembering that, you know, we have been dis- defining good Bible study as pulling back layers, like the layers of an onion, that they're, each verse has so much to pull out. And so we pull out, pull back these layers to see what's there. And even if you only get a chance to pull back one layer, that's good enough. That's still, that's still good Bible study. But over time, you get to continue to pull back those layers and you ask good questions. And so... In order to give us time to pull back, you know, maybe you want to pull back three or four layers, then um, you may have to take uh, a, those. You may have to take those verses, and instead of looking at them in one day, look at them over a week's time. And that is what we do in the focus method. That we will take the same three to ten verses. It will again depend on where you're at. And pull back a different layer each day. And that allows us to go deep into these verses. That allows us to not sacrifice depth, even if we only have a little bit of time every day. Yeah, so instead of doing 3 to 10 new verses every day, it's 3 to 10 of the same verses for 5 days. Mm -hmm. Alright, so give us an example of how the focus method pulls back these layers. Okay, so say we are in, like I've just, I've been studying Philippians today, and uh, we're in Philippians 2, I don't, I can't remember the verses, but you're looking at two or three verses, then the first day we're just going to look at it and kind of get that big picture view of it. Well, we're going to slow down, uh, enjoy each word. That's kind of the first layer, and I think whether or not you use the focused Focus 15 approach, it's a great layer to pull back, especially in familiar verses, because we tend to go, oh, yeah, 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 I already know everything about this verse. So if we slow down and enjoy it, we could write it out, we could read it out loud, we could listen to it on an audiobook, 
Um, there's lots of great apps out there. The ESV Bible app has it for free that you can listen to the Bible. Um, just do something that helps you kind of get out of this glossing over the words that you think you already know there. You could read it in a couple different translations. That's a great first layer to pull uh, to pull back over some verses. So you just do that. Do whatever you have time for, 15, 20 minutes. And then the next day, you go back to those same exact verses. And in the focus method, the next layer we pull off is the observation layer. So we're going to look at what's true about God here, or what's true if it's a passage that is talking about prayer. What's true about prayer here? What can I learn about prayer? So it really depends on where you're at, but you ask yourself questions on where you're at and pull back. Uh, Even in that one day, you can end up pulling back two or three different layers pretty quickly. Um, Another layer is looking at the original language, uh, which can be very intimidating, but it can be done and it can be done very easily if you have the right tools and a little bit of training. And we do, well, Chris has had a lot of training in that. But what do you mean? My Bible's in English. What? Original language. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. spoke in English. Oh, no. Paul spoke in English. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, if you think that the Bible was written in English, then uh, sorry sorry to tell you it was not. Um, so there's a lot to be learned. That's That's some more layers that we can pull back. Other layers that we can pull back is using the cross-references in our Bible. That's the utilization, the the U in our focus method. Um, and again, even if you don't use the focus method, you can use a lot of these different different layers. Some other layers that I've heard of, like the who, what, where, when, why, how, asking those questions. So you could take a passage and ask who one day. This would be great if you only had five minutes. You just ask who on one day, and the next day ask what or where, you know, all those different questions. So uh, I think, I hope that you hear our heart from week to week to week that um, we want to equip you to go to your word, to go to God's word and go to your Bible and to be able to study it on your own. And it doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be um, this this big event, but yet it is. It is a, uh, it's a joy and it, it it's a, um, a privilege and so in that, in that sense, it is a big event, even if it's only five minutes, even if it's only 15 minutes, that that's a big deal, that just that you open your, open your Bible regularly and intentionally. All right. Well, I think that settles it. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you on episode 14. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed these tips, share it with a friend. To learn more about Chris and Katie and the Focused 15 ministry, go to Focused15.com. Have a great week.